ho, ho. Hold it right there. It's Santa here. I knew it was you. I could smell you. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but I believe you. That's why I'm going to let you go. I'm going to give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lion, low-down, four-flushing carcass out my door. One, two... Three. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. It's the 12 guests of Christmas on the Hot Nation USA podcast. And it's me and it's Adam. Of course. And, yeah. And uh, for the next two weeks, you'll be hearing us talk to at least 12 guests, hopefully, <laughs> through the holiday season. And, uh, you know, we're just going to catch up with some old friends, catch up with some new friends, hopefully. And we'll get into the holiday spirit and find out, you know, all their future plans for 2022 and anything else going on with them. Uh, with that, though, we're going to start with the beers that Adam and I are drinking this week. Adam, would you like to go first? I would like to go first on this segment. Uh, I've got something here from, of course, the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, this comes from Allegheny City Brewing. This is old one flip. Uh, this is a cream ale. Kicks in at about uh, oh, 4.9%. I have no idea what the name means. I assume it's a reference to Flip Cup, the game that everybody enjoys in college and beyond because everybody on this show should be over 21 if you listen to this. We say it right at the beginning. But uh, this is a nice cream ale. Looks good. Tastes good. It's right down the middle. There's nothing too crazy about this one. It's cream ale. There's no reason to get fancy about it. That's what I like about it. It's a good one. Sure. <laughs> I, know, I know you're not a fan, but damn it, I am. I mean, it's, you know, it, like you're saying, it's no frills. It's down the middle. There's nothing special about it. I'll, which... I'll say it is, it is not a good beer to kind of dissect for a podcast. No, because I mean, but, what do you say about it? It's a cream ale, so exactly yeah, that's that. But uh, but just for drinking, yeah, it's a good. Great. <laughs> so I'm I on the exact opposite spectrum. <laughs> I have gone uh, with a great big fat pastry stout because it's mm -hmm. the Christmas season, Adam. It's time to get fat. It's not time to have your boring porch drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree because I still have to fit in my pants in January. Blech. But uh, what I'm drinking is from Necromancer Brewing, and it's their Soggy Bottom Pastry mm. Stout with blueberry, cinnamon, milk sugar. It comes in at 9.8%. Yikes. So, yeah, far, far more than what you're looking at. And uh, yeah, also it has uh, milk sugar roasted in chocolate malts. And surprisingly, Simcoe mm, on the heart profile. Yeah, but... Yeah, it's a great big boozy giant beer and it's full of pastry flavor and it's uh happy yum yum times. So is it good? Yeah, oh yeah. All right. I gotta say it's a pastry stout and it's from Necromancer. I mean, those are the two things that are right in the wheelhouse for you, I know. Yeah, well, I think this is kind of the first pastry stout they've put out, but mm -hmm. it's nice to know that they can do that. Yes. Most of their, you know, they've been doing a lot of lager fare and a lot of uh Older styles, obviously, because of the name. And you can go back and listen to our episode with Necromancer if you want to hear more about that. 
However, the reason why I picked this beer is because it was a great big fatty boy stout time. And I think that goes perfectly with our first guest tonight because they, he also used to produce a lot of great, lovely stouts. <laughs> and our first guest tonight is Darren Gailey of Couch Brewing. Welcome to the show, Darren. How are you guys doing tonight, Steve and Adam? Excellent. Great. How are you? Excellent. Good, good, good. So, so we'll, we'll have to ask, what do you have in your cup this evening? Yeah. In my cup, I have some uh, tea with a little bit of sugar and a good squeeze of lemon in it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Classic. So, <laughs> it's uh, it's 7-12 on a work night, so. Right. You know. <laughs> yes. Being smart about it. I like yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, some of us still work from home and we can act up like this and other of, <laughs> others of us have to have, you know, tea and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart is what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, Darren. And for those of you who don't know in the Pittsburgh area, it was announced that Couch will be closing shortly. And if you're in, if you're listening on a Friday, as you should, then this weekend will be the last weekend for Couch. But we felt it was not, I, it would have been irresponsible of us to not have somebody on from Couch, considering all the great episodes that we've had with you guys. And, and the so, great beers as well. And the great beers as well. <laughs> Again, <laughs> back to the stouts. <laughs> the stats. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we just wanted to give Darren a, a little platform for himself to talk about Couch, any memories he has, anything he wants to talk about as far as Couch and yeah, go on. Well, first of all, thank you guys once again for having us on. It's always, always a pleasure being on your podcast. Um, I, I think it was last week's podcast I listened to, and Adam said, "There's." Uh, I'm not exactly sure how you said it, but you said, I'm not sure this is a financial decision, but there's something more going on. Is that pretty much what you said, Steve? Or, that was I'm more sorry, of an Adam. Adam. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was. Yes, yes. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the latter. So I, I have reached the end of wanting to produce beer and, and to own a brewery. And that's pretty much where it is. Um, the great resignation is going on right now. And, and fortunately or unfortunately, I'm, I'm part of that great resignation. I love the beer community in Pittsburgh. I especially love all of our, um, our patrons who came, we, in my mind, we have the funnest group of people who ever walked through a brewery door there. So, um, earlier in the week, a month ago, I was really, really happy about it. And then like today, it just suddenly hit me and, uh, man, I, I started getting real sad today. So, oh. uh, so this is like kind of a weird time <laughs> to, uh, you know, be asking me these questions because if you would ask me a week ago or yeah, a week ago, even. I would have been like, oh, hell yeah. I just want to, you know, I just want to get the hell out of it and, and go on and, and move on with my life. But today, especially, I'm driving around and um, just hearing some songs that we used to play at the brewery and stuff. And it, it just really kind of hit me real hard. And um, yeah, it, it it's very, very tough. I thought it would be much easier than than what it is. I guess the closer I get to it, the sadder and the more real it becomes, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I, the reality sets in. 
Yeah. It's understandable though, because you guys definitely built your own community within couch, you know, with having drag bingo, which draw, which drew in a bunch of people and which, you know, one of the things you were known for outside of stouts and just that, again, that real, uh, it was a cozy space for everybody to come in and enjoy beer. So obviously, yeah, I, I can see how you might, you know, you know, you might feel some feelings as far as, you know, letting those people go. I, I hope I never have the opportunity to let them go. I mean, meeting them in, in couch as it is that that'll be gone forever. But um, I hope I run into them and hang out with them, you know, outside of couch, especially this past weekend, just the amount of goodwill that was put our way was um, it was tremendous and humbling at the same time. And I never thought that we affected so many people positively in that way. And I think that's what's kind of hit me at this time. Like, yeah, you know, we, we brewed beer and, and yeah, we went to beer festivals and all that stuff, but it was, we always wanted to make a place where everyone felt welcome and everyone did. And just the messages getting on Facebook the past week, it, it's, it's very, very heartening and, out of all the things that we did, that's the, that's what I'm the most proud of mm-hmm. was, was building that community. That, that's that was always, you know, I, I was always proud of brewing beer and stuff, but that that's, that's way, way down the list, especially after this past weekend, just the amount of just love that was put our way. It was, it was amazing. It was very heartfelt and, um, and, and, and difficult to, um, process too at the same time because in my mind we know we're we're just a bar and then we're closing down you know Mm -hmm. i didn't know that it was such a a a positive focal point for so many people Mm. so um those those things are are starting to hit me now you know i'm not going to miss worrying about refrigeration i'm not going to (laughs) worry you know i'm not going to worry about oh my god do we have enough uh towels to get through the weekend (laughs) right that 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 stuff i'm never going to miss that you know paying bills and 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 all that good stuff but um that stuff i will miss tremendously Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's good that's great to hear though that you were able to see all that and then you got all that outpouring because i mean one that speaks to how great couch was for those people. And also it just speaks to our Pittsburgh community in general, that people are, Mm. you know, looking to come out and, you know, make sure they sing your praises, you know, one last time before you go. So, yeah. Yep. And and I will say that that was earned as well, even from, from our perspective on the podcast, uh, the effort that, that you guys at couch put into, you know, to help us out, you know, even during the pandemic, we had multiple episodes with you guys and being able to get, you know, get beer for you, from you. So all of us can enjoy the same beer at the same time. I mean, that was that was next level stuff. So all that goodwill was 100 percent earned. Oh, there, Adam, there was that no fluff was, whatsoever on that. That, that. that was all effortless, man. You know, that was it was that was so easy for us, <laughs> you know, to, you know, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't like you were you you guys were putting us out at all. Yeah, I think we were. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this from, and since I'm going out of business now, I don't I don't care. You, you were you guys were the first fun podcast that I was on. Oh, wow. <laughs> out of all okay, the all right. Podcasts, like 
we had that podcast. You weren't there, Adam, but that night with, the, I know. with Steve, that was a that was a hell of a fun night. And I was <laughs> like, man, I wish every beer podcast was like this because some of them are just the dregs, man. You know, so keep well, up the we, good we appreciate work. that. You guys are, and I can also say that I'm going to go out as the undefeated champion of the crazy ass beer competition. Whatever we had that was out. Yes, uh, Darren is referencing the game that was basically a ripoff of Chopped, which we called Brood, and he won twice in a row. He will go out forever champ, undefeated. (laughs) Yep, and we will not have that game tonight because I don't want to be defeated. (laughs) You also don't have any... We couldn't do that to you. (laughs) You also don't have any competition right now, so it's just you. (laughs) No, so I win by default. Yeah, yeah. so if you want to call it 3-0, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Ran unopposed. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me give you a quick prompt. What would you brew for Christmas if you were still brewing? <laughs> what would I brew for Christmas? Well, I do have one new beer in. I'm down to the last keg of it. It's a maraschino cherry beer. Ooh. So I took a whole bunch of, um, it's a stout, and I took a whole shitload of maraschino cherries and uh, I macerated them, juiced them through a juicer, mm-hmm. and then added them to stout. And um, I like that beer a lot. If you like sweet lactose cherry beers, that's that's mm-hmm. the one for you. So I could, Rabbit. I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. You won again. Three and zero. Sweet, sweet. I forgot we were playing. I was just enjoying hearing about the beer. <laughs> yeah. So, so that kind of brings us to the, uh, the next question you've mentioned it already. And you're saying that you're part of this great resignation, which a lot of people are taking the opportunity to pursue the next thing. Um, can you talk about what your next thing is going to be? My next thing is, is nothing. My next thing I've, I've always had a day job whenever I had the brewery. And, um, now that I work for a medical company and I'm, I'm required to be on call, uh, that has taken a lot more of my time. I, I really, really like my job and I like the people that I work with and my employer compensates me very well and my management is fantastic. So um, I'm going to do that. Um, I'm not going to get into any more businesses. Nothing. I'm, 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 I'm kind of done with business. You know, I mean, I followed my passion and, One lesson that I learned is is if for me, it could be different for other people, but for me, if I follow my passion, whatever passion I had, and if I do that for money, it zaps all the enjoyment out of it. Mm. So as much as I like drinking beer and especially making beer, doing it on a production, it, 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 it really took a lot of joy of that out. It became a job rather Mm. than something I love to do. So I guess that also signifies that that's maybe this isn't truly for me, you know, but, um, you know, my God, I, I, I will miss Beth, our general manager. You guys know Beth. Mm-hmm. I will miss Mel and more so than any two other people without, without those two, that, that brewery would not exist. That brewery would have went out of business years ago. So I, I cannot say enough good things about Beth and Mel, and I can never ever say how much I appreciate the, 
everything that they've ever done for us. They, they've been utterly fantastically wonderful. And if I could pay them both $10 million a year, I easily would have done. It. <laughs> and that's no lie. Like if I yeah. had Jeff Bezos money, like they would, they would get more than 10 million a year. I mean, they, in my eyes, they're worth that much. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we had Beth on the show and like, yeah, she was definitely like a personality of couch. So oh, yeah. somebody that, you know, if you came into the brewery, you know, and she was there, you know, she, you definitely be ready for a good time, be ready to get, you know, ragged on a little bit, some jokes, <laughs> but she, you know, she stood out. She's, mm-hmm. she's definitely somebody working front of house. She, but, she was definitely the face of couch for yeah. sure. She was the face of couch. Some, somebody you yeah. look forward to seeing at a brewery. So, yes. oh yeah. I mean, like the messages that we got were people like, oh my God, we won't be able to see Beth anymore. It was astounding. You know, it was, uh, Beth is, if not a celebrity, she's damn near celebrity status. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. It's good to hear that people recognize that as well. Um, so I guess my next question would be, maybe it's too early to say, but do you think you might go back to just homebrewing as a hobby? Right now, I'm really into baking bread, and I know that's kind of weird and lame from coming from a brewing perspective. But I, and it's just this time of year that uh, you know your kitchen doesn't get super duper hot. Mm-hmm. But that that simplicity of just baking bread and eating it, and um, I don't even use a, a machine or anything. I do it all by hand, just like you know how they did way way back in the day. So that's what I'm doing to pass my time right now. So, um, but then, you know, I, I worked on that brewery for five, six years. I worked on it a year and a half before we opened and then was there every, almost every day since the day we opened. And now I'm just going to concentrate on painting my fence and um, maybe I'll build a barbecue, just things that I have completely missed out on just like in life, you Mm -hmm. know? And, um, that's, that's what I plan to do. Just become a normal human. As I like to say, just, you know, <laughs> just, just relax and just have a, uh, you know, I want to wake up on a Saturday morning and never, ever change out of my pajamas, you know? So I think that's what I'm going to do for a while. And then I'll find something different to occupy my time. But for right now, I'm just going to take a nice long rest. Nice. Nice. That sounds yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Not just not just wake up on a Saturday and not change out of your PJs, but you know, wake up at like eight instead of four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let the sun wake you up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just like just like a normal adult would. Right. You know. <laughs> that's good. Hey, hey, you can find other hobbies too, you know, and that's good to hear. Um as far as 2022, do you have any like good outlook or anything that you want to uh, just that you're looking forward to something that you might be excited about in what regard, uh, just anything. I mean, you know, you talked about how you're, you're just kind of excited to get back to just being a normal person and not having the pressures of a brewery on you. Uh, but I mean, is there anything else that, you know, just kind of might be sparking you like a trip or something like that? Oh, you, you know what? Um, I want to go fishing again. Yeah. And, and I'm not a fisherman, but I love just to go down to a stream and put my line in and uh, I never catch anything, but just to be able to, to, to blow a Saturday like that, you know, mm. um, 
but so I really look forward to that. I miss riding my bike. Yeah, I, um, yeah, just like on the rails to trails around here. And I'm no, by no means any kind of bicyclist or anything. <laughs> I just like to do, you know, just normal type things that I haven't been able to do in, in such a long time, mm-hmm. you know, it's actually stop and smell the roses a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, without, without the worry of like, uh, uh, Oh, Hey man, <laughs> we're out of, uh, we're out of beer or the CO2 lines or, uh, they, there's, there's a leak in the CO2 <laughs> lines, you know? So a, a couple weeks ago, our, our point of sale decided to update on a very busy Saturday afternoon. So we, so we couldn't run any credit cards during this update. And then afterward it reset all the settings. And so, um, so our bartenders couldn't get tipped or anything. It was, it was just ridiculous. And I'm like, man, there's gotta be a better way than this. And, you know, I was, I was, I said, you know, I, this is the last time I have to worry about this. So go in there and make sure everything's okay. Set everything back up. And um, it's just, it's just, it's just little things like that, that, that I'm going to not miss at all. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and as you you're have, saying, as you're saying, you know, you get to go back to, you can go back to fishing and bike riding and you're not going to have to drop those things in the middle to go solve a problem. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you don't have but, to fear that next phone call, <laughs> but you know, oh no, what's the problem now? <laughs> but like at the same time, you know, owning that brewery was, exquisitely rewarding at the same time i'm, I'm, I'm not knocking it at all mm-hmm. but for me after a certain amount of time that just it started to wear on me mm-hmm. and so um i mean there's a ton of great breweries in the city you know the granddaddy of mall east end you know um dancing gnome grist house inner groove i mean those guys have a passion that Quite honestly, I don't possess anymore and I'm not going to fool myself and I'm not going to fool anybody else about, you know, I'm not going to do the dance without actually feeling the music, you know? Right. So um, I think it's best if I just walk away from it. So that's, so that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I find that very admirable being able to acknowledge and recognize that, Hey, you know, I did it. I tried it. Don't need to do it right now. I need to walk away to make my life better for me. I, yep. I and, find that I find that very admirable. And, and and make room for for more people who have infinitely more passion about this than I do. Mm-hmm. You know. So, and hopefully they don't end up like me, where like they just get jaded. It's not that I'm jaded, but you know, kind of jaded. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> I've seen how the sausage is made. That's exactly right. And I don't, and I don't like to know how sausage is made. I just like to eat it. it. Just have it show up on the plate. Yep. So like, I never want to look inside a slaughterhouse. I never want to, you know, I never want to see the person preparing my food. Just, 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 just bring it out. If you spit in it, that's great. You know, just as long as I don't know. That's you know. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's not on your list of 2022 tasks. Is getting spit sausage. No, no, no. <laughs> But, you know, I can hang out with Beth and Mel as like just normal people now, you know, not mm-hmm. in a work relationship, not that we ever really had like a work relationship. Um, but like I can hang out with Beth and Mel without us having to worry about, oh, hey, uh, you know, the ice machine's down now or, hey, we need to get more uh, cans. And, you know, so like just hang out with them just like 
friends, you know? Right. So I'm looking forward to that. So we all are going to go out to dinner and hang out on the weekends and stuff after all of this. So I'm looking forward to that. I really right. am. That's cool. That's cool. So you, you had made a little bit of mention of, you know, uh, what's coming next and the people who you hope don't lose their passion for it. Um, coming <laughs> up for couch is tortured souls brewery. They are the ones taking over. Can you tell us a little bit more about them and uh, just kind of their brewery and philosophy? Cause I know you've worked a little bit hand in hand with them um, producing yeah. a beer earlier this year for uh, big pour. That's right. Um, Endless void. It was a black IPA quite delicious. If you ask me, um, yeah, Scott and Angie, uh, they are the faces of tortured souls, uh, brewing. Um, uh, hopefully everything works out fine. As you know, it's a highly regulated business. So you got to end licenses and start licenses and all the other stuff. And you've got to get funding and all that other good things. So hopefully everything works out fine and you'll see tortured souls there very soon. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds great. So just, uh, I, I don't know. Do you have any other fond memories of beer or brewing, you know, either for the entirety of couch or just 2021, is there anything that sticks out to you? Just something you really remember and just like want to share with people. Oh man, there's, there's so many freaking memories. I don't even know where to begin. Um, wow. You know, <laughs> underestimating the power of Belgian yeast is one of them. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we, we had Bobby Nacho from, uh, from full pint. He was our brewer for a while. I loved, I loved working with Bobby. Bobby was a fantastic brewer and an even better person to, to awesome. work with. That guy, that guy was, uh, I just loved him. And I, I, I always said, man, Bobby, if you didn't start this other, Bobby might've kept me in this. If, if Bobby was available, Bobby might have kept me in this. But, mm. but uh, Bobby went his own way. And this is in no no way indicative of, uh, you know, he's the reason that couch is going under. But but Bobby really, for me, Bobby really, uh, he he blew on the embers that were the passion of, you know, owning a business and, and owning a brewery. And I really liked working with that guy. Um but there's just, just all kinds of dumb, stupid stories, you know, that happen, in, you know, CO2 lines breaking and it sounds like a shotgun going on, you know, uh, um, having fun with Kavik yeast. That's, that's one thing, uh, used a lot of near the end, you know, probably the past year and a half, um, Kavik, even for a small brewery, Kavik is a game changer as far as like your production, your production ability. Mm -hmm. So your seven barrel fermenter turns into a 21 barrel fermenter. Now, you know, you can Jeez. produce, you can produce a beer from the time it's done. Well, from the time you pitch yeast to packaging, we've done it in a week. Mm. And we, we've done like 8% beers in a week. Kavik is amazing. It is an amazing, amazing yeast, but, um, yeah, like just going, like learning the the canning process, getting our cans out. Um, that was fun. You know, we used to have canning nights on Monday night. We'd just sit there and can and can and can. Oh, blackouts were 
blackouts were fun or well we can't call it blackout anymore because we got dinged by uh, great lakes <laughs> but we call it a black hat so like our, our, our stout festivals those were that that was that was very very special those blackouts i like I'll, those a lot. yeah I'll, I'll say one of my favorite memories of couch it, it, even though it was such a weird time and thing happening was the 2020 black ad event where i just pull up and like it's you and bobby you know just handing beer out the loading dock <laughs> sitting in <laughs> sitting in the uh, like recliners with like a little disco light going on and oh yeah playing. yeah like you guys were obviously having a hell of a time despite everything that was going on and it's like you know mid-november <laughs> yeah it was, it was freezing cold but we never sit on a cold ass loading dock i think we had like a heater between us mm -hmm. but uh you know that I was really worried about that blackout because 2019's blackout was so so successful, mm -hmm. and then um, figuring out a way to make the 2020 blackout work, and it worked out fantastically, and it was even more successful than the 2019 blackout. So that was um, that was a great sense of accomplishment accomplishment there. I really was um, man just impressed with how everybody handled themselves and, and and Beth was the one who came up with the uh, slotted times and um, very, very uh, limited seating. And um, she just did one hell of a job and she is a fantastic problem solver. And, and like I said before, man, without Beth, none, none of this would have worked. None of it. Cause I never would have thought of that, but she was great. And then Bobby brewing all the beer and then us canning like idiots. It was, it was, that was a really, really good time during that time. So awesome. That's even though it was in the middle of a pandemic, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. You guys definitely adapted and it worked out for you. So, mm -hmm. yep. and you, and you still produced a shitload of great stouts. So yeah, I'm, we had I'm a good ton of that. them that year. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I want to thank you again for coming on, Darren usually we uh you know say if you have anything to plug go ahead but i mean we're we're kind of reaching the end for you so if you still want to plug like the last weekend if there's anything going on at couch for saturday and sunday we have or, our or friday our, evening we have our very final bingo on saturday night it's our everything must go bingo and all the prizes are going to be stuff from couch art off the walls you know Everything, everything that isn't pinned down or pre-sold is going to be up for, um, you, you can win that as a prize. And the other thing I want to promote is Hot Nation USA. You guys have been Gosh. nothing but wonderful Gosh. to us. And you guys have been extraordinarily professional and yet super crazy fun at the same time. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Like I said, you were the first podcast I was on that was actually fun to be on and you guys have continued to you know hold the standard as far as i'm concerned as far as beer podcast thank you thank appreciate you that. thank you very much yes that's, and, that's and with nice that said uh even even though your time with couch may be coming to an end you're still welcome back here at any time 
Send me the uh, send me a Zoom link. All right, I'll come on. <laughs> well, uh, Darren may be drinking tea now, but perhaps in a future episode he'll spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I will, I'll probably have some kind of girly drink. Like I like my ties and slippery nipples and stuff like that. I don't like anything you gotta force down. Hey, this is a judgment-free zone right here. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> we'll do a tiki summer episode with Darren and Dennis. Yeah. Oh, that would be all, oh, dude. That would be insane. <laughs> we we'll have to make that one a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> or or a Friday night, or like do like a live yes. podcast. That would be right. pretty sweet. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on, Darren. Uh, best of luck for anything that you you know fishing. Best of luck at fishing <laughs> and baking and baking and baking, baking yeah. and, and painting and all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Although, no, thank you guys so, so much, man. You, you guys are, are, are really wonderful and you're absolute gentlemen at the same time. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you. Thanks. We could say the same to you. Oh, yep. thank you guys. Hey, <laughs> if I don't talk to you, Merry Christmas and happy new year. Okay. Same to you. you. You too. All right. Good night, fellas. Good night. All right. All right. And the 12 guests of Christmas of Hop Nation USA rolls on with another podcast. And right now we're joined by Nick from the weekly recap. Say hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) Hey, uh, thanks for having me back. I I was unexpected, even though we're in a battle this week. I appreciate you guys letting me come on. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I am sipping on an exquisite beast in my closet glass. Um, you guys know I'm a little bit of a glass aficionado, but <laughs> yes, this we know. great. <laughs> We're aware that you chase you chase glasses as well as dancing gnome. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> much all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fills out the profile perfectly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. Yeah, you mentioned it. You're, we're in a little bit of a battle, but it's a friendly battle this week. That's why we're also having you on. We're, you know, showing the people it's, you know, just the work. <laughs> Reaching out with the olive branch, as yes. it were. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it is yeah. the holiday season. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, th- I think we both gave the people good four packs from Creekside. I think very different. So, but yeah, yes. yeah, different. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Adam from four points was very happy that we both included four points in our, each of our four packs, but different beers. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> game recognized game. That's what I say. Right. <laughs> Is that what you say? Or All do you say time, Adam recognize Adam? <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can say it several different ways. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Nick. Uh, we just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, the past year and looking forward to the future with you. Uh, just to give people a little heads up, you know, weekly recap, you got, it was you and your brother who were, you know, did a show and basically, you know, reviewed beers and bullshit about beer every week. Uh, you had a little bit of change up this year. So, uh, can you tell our audience what is going on over at the weekly recap? Yeah. So, um, my brother, Alex, uh, used to co-host the show with me, uh, had to step aside for a while here. Um, basically just, uh, citing personal, AKA professional reasons. Uh, but the, uh, the weekly recap rolls on, right. Uh, so we have been kind of trying this whole guest featured, uh, co-host type thing. And it's been really fun. Actually, uh, the past few weeks I've been able to get like people that maybe weren't, uh, 
on the radar specifically for the podcast to come on and at least like, you know, share about their business. Um, we've had some pretty awesome people on uh, in the past few episodes. If you haven't checked it out lately, Tyler from Creekside Beer, obviously. Um, I had sat down with Sam from Monday's Brewing out in Peter's. Uh, always a fun time to go out there uh, as well. And he, uh, he loves what he does. It's a, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a great episode in my opinion. Um, and then also I got, uh, hooked up through fueled by hops at the drink, the cookie table event with, uh, Logan from thick boys glass on Instagram. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I would definitely recommend that one because, uh, he talks a lot about not only his, you know, kind of conjuncture with craft beer through the glassware, but then he also is a, um, amateur mead maker. Oh, sick. So, yeah, he's trying to uh, kind of ramp up his chops with that. So, very cool interview with him. Right on. I, I could say that uh, from from our side, we have also gone through the uh, the guest host angle as well, and that's a lot of fun because you get different perspectives. You know, a lot of times if you have the same, you know, two or three voices, the same opinions pop up again and again. But when you have new voices coming in and being able to be heard, it makes it a lot more exciting. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> yeah, we we started as a three-mic show. We sort of lost our third mic to personal and professional, <laughs> <laughs> which was basically just kid and travel. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, it, we started having more people on, and like Adam just said, yeah, you get, you get more varied opinions and, you know, outlooks. So yeah, that, that, that's cool that you're able to expand and just you know adapt and keep rolling on with it, and you know that you're you're still having fun doing the podcast as well. Yeah, shout out to my wife for coming on a couple of episodes too. Mm-hmm. It's always uh, <laughs> entertaining when she gets to roast me on the podcast. So. <laughs> awesome. She finds it fun occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so let's just move right into it. Uh, you've talked about some of the things that you did with the show, but uh, just in general, I mean, obviously we're still all beer fans. Uh, what do you have any like top beers of 2021? And do you have any top breweries that you visited? Well, so visiting, um, we got, we didn't do a whole lot of travel this year, obviously with the pandemic and whatnot, it was a little bit tougher, but um, we did get to, the Finger Lakes in New York mm-hmm. for a kind of extended weekend, couple of days up there. Um, one of the highlights of the trip has to be other half Finger Lakes. Um, there it's like a compound up there. <laughs> and I mean, if you know anything about the Finger Lakes, it is just farmland. Um, and then there's a bunch of lakes with like touristy, like towns that popped up around them. Um, other half is not anywhere near any of that. <laughs> so it's like kind of right in the middle of three like pop-up towns, but it's also super chill, really open space. Like it was outdoor mostly. Uh, they have a tap room and a uh, brewery on site, but it was really cool that they had, uh, when we were there and it was totally by accident, they actually had a tap takeover with side project. Oh, and Okay. Yeah, side project is not a name that you throw around lightly in the craft beer industry. <laughs> they, yeah, so we went there like the Saturday night and the tap takeover was, or no, I'm sorry, Friday night and tap takeover was Saturday morning. And we we're like, oh, well, we're heading out, you know, Saturday afternoon or whatever, but we're going to stop by before that. So <laughs> that was, uh, that's my, that's probably my 
place that we visited this year. Um, as far as beers go, though, uh, I, there's just been so many. <laughs> but I want to say the like my top beer actually made it into my four pack this week. Uh, the the False Kingdom from Old Thunder is probably one of my favorite IPAs in the city. Um, and I've been drinking it all year because it like I think the first release was maybe at the end of last year, but I've just absolutely fallen in love with it ever since. Like it's one of those ones that I just constantly go back to and it's always consistent and really good. Um, had a couple of really great stouts and stuff along the way. The uh, Dow series from Cinderlands comes to mind. Mm-hmm. They've, they've just been fantastic. The one that I will say is the weirdest one that I enjoyed was uh, Necromancer. Yeah. And the, I can't remember the name of the beer now. Uh, the Bones Desire is what it's um, Okay. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't get that one. It was weird. Uh, it's like a smoky, uh, like high alcohol percent. It was like nine, 9%, something like that. And it was just, Wait, am I thinking of the right one? Now I'm now I'm questioning myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I know that it's Bones Desire. I okay. know that much, but it was let me just pull it yep. real quick here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, as far as Necromancer beers go, they'll throw definitely some curveballs out there. Because the one really weird one that I had from them this year was the uh the swine before, which oh, was uh, a pearl beer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which, okay. Yeah, it was like non-hopped. It was also like a dark beer that was also licorice flavored and, but also came off a little. Yeah. Yeah. For people who didn't see Nick just made a face at licorice as most people should. Licorice is (laughs) fucking gross. However, (laughs) this beer was a lot more herbaceous and less leaning on the licorice flavors, but it was still there. It wasn't like drinking Jaeger. It was like drinking something kind of like, you know, uh, anise spiced. So, yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I can get down on some anise. That's that's yeah more approachable. A lot I'd better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found it. It is. It was the Bones Desire, but the I was thinking of a different beer when I said it was high alcohol because the the Bones okay. Desire is the Grodzki, I think is how you say it. Yeah, yeah. Grodzki. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, yes. I, I would. Yeah, three point two percent. That was the one that was like super smoky flavored though. Right. And the more you drank it, the more your palate adjusted to it, and like you could just crush down a couple of pints with no problem. Like, oh, okay. One of the one of the most exciting, like weird, never heard of it before beers that I had last year for sure, or this past year for sure. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's definitely within the style. Those Grudskis are I, which is how I say it. I say Grudziski, but I also say Rausch beer, and it's always supposed to be Rauch beer. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, does it matter? <laughs> but. <laughs> uh yeah that's that's cool that's cool though uh do you have anything that you're looking forward to 2022 wise is either podcast or just like i know we always still have breweries opening so is there anything coming down the pike that has you excited yeah so i gotta say a huge shout out to katie and trevor at coven brewing Mm -hmm. um for like wanting to be on our podcast uh as one of the first like highlights of their new spot um so yeah very excited about those guys opening up uh they're looking towards a february to march open um obviously there's a little bit of build out there's some very like it's it's a very like i don't know bittersweet kind of 
roundabout is moving out of their space. They're coming in to take over. Not that roundabouts going anywhere from what I've heard. Uh, they're just not going to be in that building anymore. Right. Uh, so that's, but yeah, after talking to them, I am super stoked to see what Katie does with the, the brand moving forward and, and her and Trevor have been working together for a few or for at least a year now, um, kind of building that up. So I'm very excited for that. Um, also looking for a guest or looking for a a steady co-host. So (laughs) (laughs) maybe kind of take my, uh, take the, uh, I don't know, take the pressure off me. <laughs> right. Yeah, you <laughs> know, sure, sure. A little bit of the burden, you know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is cool though, that uh coven like granted you that early access kind of episode that makes a lot of sense being that, you know, you and your brother have been fucking dancing gnome stands for, I don't know <laughs> how long. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but I, so the, the funny thing about that is that uh, Trevor actually is like a neighbor of my parents or his oh, parents cool. are neighbors oh. of my parents so that they've known like trevor has known my younger brothers for quite some time mm. um even before working at dancing them because he was in you know triple crossing and like and out in richmond and stuff so mm. um very cool like uh past history with those guys so just always i, I will never not plug the hell out of them because they're <laughs> awesome people so Awesome. So, can I make a suggestion for 2022 for your new podcast co-host? Can we do some sort of, you know, Pittsburgh beers got talent competition? Oh my God. Yes. Ooh. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> I don't, I don't um, know that I have chairs that can turn around at the push of a button, <laughs> but I've got so office chairs. fighting for the best candidate. Like, <laughs> yes. <the boys. laughs> But I, no. I feel that that would be a lot of fun being able to start with, you know, like a pool of a dozen people and whittle them down. <laughs> now, you mean wear them it, down, right? Like, <laughs> is this a thing where, like, we're also vying for that host as well, Adam? Or, ooh, I didn't even think about that. I was just, being oh, so that's what I thought you meant. Yeah, that's what oh, that, that, I was just, yeah, being I was helpful. with Nick. <laughs> I was with Nick. It's the way you're pitching it, it sounded like we're all lining up and looking for like a third mic or a co-host. <laughs> There's something to be said about that. We could do that too. <laughs> your the, I, podcast abilities will be judged by a panel of your Pittsburgh craft beer peers. <laughs> like Scotcher just shows you know, the up. Lights go down. Yeah. <laughs> Scotcher shows up and he's like, my show isn't producing right now. So. <laughs> uh, you, gotta, you, know, you gotta get a show somewhere. <laughs> I like that. I think that's a good idea. We need to have some sort of competition to get you a new permanent co-host. I th- I think I have Dennis... a feeling eventually this is just going to turn into a the roast of the weekly recap. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dennis is, you know, a good host for that. Yeah, he's impartial. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, unless unless he wants a co-host for the daily sip. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just, just hired like a bunch of people, so it's fine. Right, yeah. He's uh, got he's got an army. <laughs> Better be able to find a co-host within his pay payroll. <laughs> Podcasting. It's not for everyone. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Um yeah, I we talked about coven and how they're opening it up and everything. Uh, just, I don't know. Do you have any other final words for the audience? Just anything you want to plug, anything you want to put out there? Honestly, not right at this moment. Um, like I said, kind of looking forward to keeping the guest train rolling. Um, got a couple of 
irons in the fire for some people coming up in the next few weeks here. Hopefully by the first of the year, I'll have a little bit better schedule in mind. Um, we are going to be doing the, the yearly recap um, again, like we always do. Um, going to try to get Alex on that episode if I have to stuff a mic in his face to <laughs> just record him drunk on Christmas Eve or whatever. You know, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Family but, time, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are big brothers for? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that, that one. That episode to me is always just a lot of fun because like we a couple years ago, we did like the clip show for our anniversary and mm-hmm. I had to go back and listen to, you know, five hours of, you know, us yeah. talking to each other. But the, uh, the, the yearly recap is always kind of the, what can you remember? What did you write down? And uh, what was the best of? And then you go back and you listen to it and you're like, well, that's wrong. That's wrong. I forgot about that. That's wrong. So it's, uh, it's a good time, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, really uh, excited to keep this going. I, it's an outlet for me to share my opinions with the world. And I think I meet a lot of cool people along the way, you guys included, um, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, Steve, I got, I got to ask though. Yeah. Why am I seeing your face now? Oh, see, this, this is something that a lot of people missed. If you weren't keeping <laughs> up with our, uh, it, it, it came at a bad, dumb time, but I switched to a camera when we did the interview with uh, okay. back shortly after yeah shortly after that though you know most restrictions lifted and we all got vaccinated so no i wasn't doing the video show anymore <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you you get to see my face on camera but now i don't put out the video shows because youtube doesn't do shit for people <laughs> that's <laughs> a fair in, point in our yeah. world at least yeah <laughs> in our world at least because you just get demonetized for mentioning mentioning the nfl right <laughs> yeah exactly you get demonetized yeah. for everything it's hard to build an audience because they don't cycle alcohol into the algorithm because they don't want kids seeing any kind of alcohol content so yeah youtube is not the way to go (laughs) unless you're like live streaming which we don't do yeah Yeah. so look look for our new show on youtube in 2022 uh t nation usa (laughs) where we talk tea both hot and iced (laughs) (laughs) and i'm gonna migrate everything else to daily motion sweet though Uh, poor Vimeo getting no love. Oh. <laughs> I use Twitch is the new Vimeo. Yeah. It is. Although, although I think you get demonetized or taken off the Twitch for drinking too much. So oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, then I definitely won't be on Twitch doing this. Thank yeah. you. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> but, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, Nick. Uh, you know, uh, best of luck to you. I'm sure we'll find out what the results are for our four pack contest on tuesday so if you're listening to this on a friday on As tuesday we'll, we'll learn who sold the most four packs of basically pittsburgh beer like that's all we picked <laughs> so, yep <laughs> um who sold the most four points <laughs> which would be creekside because they doubled yes. up <laughs> <laughs> which is not yeah. a bad thing i mean no, they're very no. different beers that we picked so mm-hmm. yeah they're very different beers and you know obviously four points is a good brewer so yeah, yeah enjoyable stuff Love but mm-hmm. absolutely and uh you know i think we're i think we're both still in the race to see who can get adam on their fucking podcast first because he <laughs> right? will not do them <laughs> hey i got dave so i'm halfway right. there yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I could get dave i don't want dave i want the white whale <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, ha- happy holidays to you. Enjoy your, yeah. your Christmas and anything else you celebrate. And, uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you in the future. Have a good All one. Right, guys. Thanks for letting me on here. And, uh, we'll, uh, catch you next week i guess whenever we find out the results oh yeah oh. for sure oh also just give out your plugs like yeah. how, how can oh. people find you yeah um so pretty much everything is the weekly recap one except for instagram we are the weekly recap uh weekly recap one on facebook and twitter uh i do not have a website i'm working on that i have a soundcloud but it's just the podcast podcast so don't go there for my <laughs> dope uh house music or anything um but <laughs> uh yeah you can find us on all the major streaming platforms uh give us a like on facebook a review on uh, itunes and uh maybe i'll send you a beer or something so thanks guys right on all right cool. thanks nick have a good one welcome back everybody this is our 12 guests of christmas uh are pretty much our our Christmas time for us to slack off. I get to introduce this segment and we have multiple people on this segment. It's not just me. It's not just Steve. We have four people on here and this time we are going to talk to some of the Titans of Pittsburgh beer, social media. First, we have the Pittsburgh beer douche, Mike, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Thrilled to be here. He is the nicest douche I have ever met. (laughs) Although he finally showed his douchiness, he was out drinking and asked us to push back the time slot a little bit. Yes, finally, I did. <laughs> finally douched it up a little bit. Yeah, he tried to make us work on his schedule. Yeah, I've been working, <laughs> been working on being more douchey. So, thank you, thank you for that. We've been giving you that advice for years now. All right, well, six months. Six months. I mean, six yeah, months. You can, you can hear the douche's first appearance on our Monday's episode. Yes, a fine episode. Our fourth mic is Jen from Hello, Brutiful. Hello. That's nice you. That's to you, all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Jen is a, a woman about town when it comes to Pittsburgh craft beer. If you want to know anything, go follow her on Instagram or any of the social medias. She'll let you know what's going on. I try <laughs> and succeed and succeed. So since we're here and we're talking beer, we'll get into your, your social media sides of things first, but we want to talk about the beer that you're drinking. So Mike, what are you drinking? Um, so I'm drinking something not from Pittsburgh. So kind of douchey, you know, That's a total mm-hmm. douche move. There you go. So I am drinking the, from Wallen pop pack. I don't even know if I said that right. Brewing. In Howley, PA. I don't know if I said that correctly either. <laughs> Hobby the Elf's Peppermint Porter. So it is Christmassy, at least. Interesting. And I'm drinking it out of my Hob Nation USA glass. He pulls nice. us right back in. <laughs> so, Jen, what uh, what are you drinking? What do you got in your glass? Um, I'm also drinking something not from Pittsburgh, but it's just down the road at Hightower. Um, I have the perfect third. It's a it's a triple at coming in at eleven percent. Happy Tuesday, <laughs> Steve. You have uh, been dethroned. 
Yeah, so far, Jen, it would be high ABV on this episode so far. So far, we, that's we right. Still have wow. <laughs> we still have guests to go, but I mean, honestly, you know, there wasn't too much competition. Darren was drinking tea. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm drinking a cream ale. Right, you were drinking a cream ale. Like, I came in with a 9 9.8, but you know, yeah, bow down to an 11% triple. That sounds really good. It does. That is really great. This is my first time I've had this one. Awesome. Thumbs awesome. up. So, for those um, that aren't aware, uh, Hightower is over in Ohio. Uh, mm-hmm. Just take a little bit of that 2230 action. Uh, <laughs> Just you take a little bit of 2230 action, you go on down, head over to Steubenville, you go on down and read a little beak up to a farm. Pretty much. Yeah. Just pretend you're going to Post Gazette Pavilion because that's the only name for it, and I will not hear otherwise. <laughs> and uh, yeah, go through Steubenville, go up to the farm, get yourself some fantastic beers. That's the, that's the uh, millennial name for it, Post Gazette. <laughs> So it, I almost went with uh, with Star Lake because that's like late Gen X stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, it was it was, it was Star Lake. Uh, I think it? it is. Yeah, I think it's back to being yeah. Star Lake. Just switch back. Make everything come back. Everything old is new again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you see, you see the Gen Xers who were in charge, <laughs> or the Gen Xers who went to it when it was Star Lake, are now in charge. They so now got that they, money. Yeah. Now they can switch it back for their children to go to Starlight again. <laughs> <laughs> they all Dust reminisce. off your Doc Martens because they're back in. Throw those on. Hop those in the never car, went out. Away. That's right. <laughs> Just like flannel, never went out of style. That's right. <laughs> well, especially so, not in the Northeast. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. The only thing that changed style-wise was clean or dirty. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about social media. Ah, social media. So, oh, yes. so let's talk about uh, with, with Jen and Mike. How did you get started uh, kind of chronicling your, your adventures in Pittsburgh craft beer on social media? What started it? Uh, how did you start going down that path? Uh, what, what spurned you on? What's your origin story? Jen, we'll talk to you first. Okay. Um, I, I started my page in uh, 2019, mostly because I wanted uh, people that I work with to stop following me on Instagram <laughs> and <laughs> seeing how much beer I was drinking. And uh, I guess in addition to that, people were always asking me like where to go, and what to drink. And so I thought I might as well just put it all, all in one place so that I don't have to keep saying it over and over again so that's what kind of started it and then it just kind of escalated because as, as you all know you know you meet everybody the community i feel like is really close-knit and small and uh yeah and that's kind of how i ended up where i am now <laughs> right on right on mike what uh, what about you what's your origin story so i'm uh one of the newer pages on the block or whatever you want to say I started mine in February of 2021, so less than a year old. Um, I think I kind of talked about this on the Monday's episode, but did a lot of drinking during the the pandemic, especially when we, you know, couldn't go anywhere at all, and started following random accounts like Hello Brutiful PGH and among others. And I was like, that looks like fun. I, I can do that too. I don't have much going on. So started it. Uh, Actually, Jen was there when I started it. it was at a, a beer share at Monday's Brewing. 
Oh, right on. Yeah. I said, I have a great idea for a name. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it's a great name. (laughs) CGH Beer Douche. (laughs) I'm starting it right now. So I did. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history. I feel like there was a lot of chanting that happened during that moment. You're like, (laughs) dude. Do it, do it. It was late in the share. It was late in the share. I was chaining do ish. <laughs> I will say, you know, uh, throughout the pandemic and, you know, throughout this year, you know, one of the things I definitely noticed was uh, anytime Mike found a spicy beer, we got the spicy boy summer tag from him in his Instagram. <laughs> true. And, and I know Jen has tagged us a number of times anytime she's found something that's like really related to our show. So I, again, we're talking about how close knit the community is. And I just appreciate that in the fact that, you know, you have people who are out there and, and generally everybody just kind of thinks about each other when they see mm-hmm. things out and about in the world, especially in the world of beer. And yeah, obviously, yeah, we all know each other to some degree, even though mm-hmm. for a lot of us, we hadn't met in person until <laughs> until lockdown was lifted. <laughs> but yeah, I I, th- I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very very true. I mean, always thinking about Yin's guys, you know. Listen I, every week, never miss I, an episode. I am very thankful for you guys because I get to live vicariously through you. <laughs> because you guys get to, you guys go to a lot of places that I'm not able to get to right now, just for whatever reason, you know. Mm-hmm. And you guys are you know boots on the ground. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I can tell you the reason why I don't get out as much is because I live in the middle of fucking nowhere and I don't have anybody <laughs> to drive me back. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's I'm a not, challenge. I'm, I'm not, not gonna spend, lie, there there have been yeah. a couple of very expensive Uber rides within the mm. last couple months. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad about it and I don't regret it, but it did happen. <laughs> it's for the greater good. It was yeah. for the greater good. You know, I'm really doing God's work. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Every event, every event, every outing for me would be like a $75 Uber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for drinking spending... $35 worth of beer. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not spending more on my ride than I am the event I go to. It's crazy. <laughs> but speaking of events, uh, obviously, both of you have been to a lot of events in 2021 as the Things mm-hmm. were opened up and lifted. Uh, do you have like a favorite event that you went to this year? That's a tough I'll question. go first. Fire I'll away. First. I haven't been to as many events as Jen. She's she's the queen of Pittsburgh beer. Um, but without a doubt, it was Barrel and Flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just I had never, I wasn't able to make either of the Fresh Fest. <laughs> I made it to DigiFest <laughs> in 2020. But you know, not exactly the same, but yeah, just like the whole vibe there was nothing like I'd ever experienced at a beer fest before. Like it was incredible. Can't wait till next year. Um, you know, certain instances with non-withstanding, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, just such a good time. Like met up, met so many people I hadn't met before. I saw Steve randomly. I saw Adam pouring with the first sip books. It was just such a good time. Yes, randomly is the best way to describe seeing me at Barrel and Flow as I was just on my own, bebopping around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure I, I saw you do it. Yeah, you darted point. once or twice. Yeah, well, you hey, never dart. 
well, I had a good line on something good. <laughs> like I had heard the revolution strawberry barley wine had tapped. So yes, I uh, darted over there. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, what was your uh, favorite event? Oh gosh. Um, Barrel and Flow is definitely up there, but I would say my favorite thing I've done recently in 2020 was the Hop Farm uh, disco party that they had during Three Rivers Beer Week. It oh, was right it was insane. It was so much fun. It, I hadn't been around that many people in that sort of environment at, in, in two years. So it was kind of like, it was just fun to be with people and and hang out and dance and their new space is really cool so that was probably Mm -hmm. my favorite yeah yeah i mean as cool as barrel and flip was it it still very much felt like a a covid-esque event because of how open and wide and spread out it was yeah so yeah i can see like yeah yeah i mean it's good yeah it's you know it's still one of the best events i went to during the year but yeah the uh yeah, I can see how getting back into a brewery and just having that more normalcy of just, you know, having a disco party in a brewery, mm-hmm. you know, it just brings back that more, that, that normalcy. So that's cool. Um, moving on, I want to talk about favorite beers and breweries of 2021, obviously, because you're mm-hmm. both out and about and you're always trying something new and we always have new breweries opening in Pittsburgh. Do you, do you have a, a beer and a brewery? that you can suggest and they don't have to come from the same place. See, this is the fun part. I can go first. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, uh, there's been several new places that I enjoy a lot and I've gone back to repeatedly, you know, in the last seven months or whatever. Um, but my favorite for sure new brewery is Necromancer. I just really like all the different beers they're putting out. Steve's drinking a soggy bottom, or he was drinking a soggy bottom. There it is. Steve just turned into a soggy bottom. Don't say that. You don't say that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I really like like what um, Lauren and her crew are are doing there, you know, with all the resurrection styles, and they're just brewing such a great variety of styles, which I've really been enjoying. I have not had a bad beer there yet. Not even close. I'm like one drunk night away from getting in their founders club or whatever they're calling it. (laughs) It's not a terrible deal, to be honest. I mean, I did the math a four pack a month for the cost, you know, and you get some other stuff. Not that bad. Um, We had to start another chant. (laughs) (laughs) We found his kryptonite. <laughs> I can't. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime somebody chants for me, I can't. <laughs> I can't let them down. Uh, yeah, that's definitely the my favorite new brewery in Pittsburgh, Necromancer. But mm-hmm. shout out to Two Phrase and Trace as well. Mm-hmm. Both phenomenal places. I know they both were on the show this past year. Will be visiting them as frequently as I can. You know, in 2022, it's it's amazing you mentioned Trace because you saying that just made me realize they haven't been around that long, but it feels like they've been around for that you know for a long time, like they've already been established. Mm-hmm. But it's been a year. That's it. Yeah, yeah just a year. Yeah, it was December like, 2020. Mm-hmm. Is that when it was December? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I, I mean, obviously, I think it helps with the uh, the the crew that they came in with. Yes, being that you you had Adam Sorma, you know, in there, and you know, obviously, he knows what he's doing, and just well, already a established yeah. figure in Pittsburgh. He doesn't you know, know how to take culture. a scooter home, but that's okay. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's and then, true. I've seen yeah. that. And then Zach has been around at different breweries. So yeah, it, a well-established, you know, putting out beer that was finally crafted from day one mm-hmm. is yeah. obviously very helpful, but yeah, very short period of time. They were around. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Jen, did you have, did, have you sussed out what your brewery and possible beer of 2021 were? Yeah, I um I was going to say my favorite brewery of 2021 was probably Trace. And I, for many different reasons that we've already talked about, but I just super love the fact that they're creating a community and they're doing a lot of things in the area where they're located. Um, and, and I just like, we just find ourselves there a lot. <laughs> I didn't really realize it was my favorite brewery until I went there the other day and they're like, Hey, we haven't seen you in a week. And we're like, Oh, I guess I've been <laughs> coming here a lot. <laughs> so that's probably my favorite. I, I don't, as far as favorite beer, I was like just scanning through my notes to see what might be, you know, jump out to me. But I really, I really loved, um, the collab, the five-year anniversary collab by Dancing Gnome in uh, Allegheny City. I thought that was really, really great beer this year. And um, I don't know, there it's hard to pick just one. <laughs> <laughs> that one jumps out to me. Right on. I can't, I can't pick just one beer either. But I do want to give like a quick little shout out to Dancing Gnome doing a lot more traditional styles this past year. Mm-hmm. I think they've all been great. I really enjoyed the Munich Dunkel they had out. I think it was part of their water series in November. I don't want to say that's my beer of the year, but it came yeah. to mind. Yeah. That's an interesting thing you've brought up. I think we've seen a lot of breweries move towards putting out more traditional styles and even lesser known styles. Cause I mean, shit, we have seen how many Schwarzbiers show mm-hmm. up in there's the past couple coming. months. Yeah. And there's more coming and you just mentioned two phrase. They put out one that mm-hmm. I almost picked up. Uh, I would try to, I still try to get it at some point, but <laughs> Steve, I got one out. in my fridge. Just waiting yeah. for me. Got to clear out a little room, but yeah, I mean, you know, abjuration put out one, you know, we had a bunch of other ones. Beer. So yeah, they're, they're all been good. Uh, necromancer put out one obviously mm. so yeah uh is a is this something that you're looking forward to in 2022 the continuation of more traditional uh and even lager styles yeah definitely i mean i've really been enjoying the dark loggers this past year and i i think i saw that trace is doing a shores beer and no dancing gnomes doing a shores beer so we're still on the the heart of shores beer season as far as i'm concerned and I'm, I'm all here for it. <laughs> Heck yes. I mean, there's nothing better than like a crisp lager in the summer too. So mm-hmm. let's just, you know, once it gets warm out, finally for those uh, two weeks in Pittsburgh, we'll just roll right into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say I like the, I like the way Schwartz beers are coming around and I think they're perfectly suited for our area because as Jen said, we do get two nice weeks, but, um, non-consecutively 
Not consecutive. No, of course not. <laughs> they're they're like act eighty days in school. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're a person who isn't looking to drink the heavy syrupy pastry stouts like I do, but you also don't want to blow your palate up the way a black IPA would, I think those Schwartz beers kind of sit nicely in the middle for yeah, you know, for for other people. So yeah, and I think that's why they're catching on because. Uh, people definitely love their dark beers in Pittsburgh. Uh, also just a shout out back to the uh, hop farm. They put out a dark check lager, believe it early, earlier in the year. Oh yeah. It was oh, fantastic. I that one. I missed that. It was very good, but do yeah. it again. Do it again. Yeah. I don't know do that Malcolm it. listens, but <laughs> you can try. <laughs> you can just send him that him. clip. Yeah, just yeah. send him this clip of do it. But um, yeah. So speaking of 2022, is there anything else uh, like brewery openings? We still have more on the on the come up. We have uh, you know, more beers obviously coming out always. But is there any brewery that hasn't opened yet, or you just haven't made it to? Uh, that you're excited for in 2022 coven so excited like for coven i like it good answer good answer is it on the board answer <laughs> no other answers <laughs> well i haven't made it to golden age yet i know they've like oh, kind of okay. number two open. answer on the board <laughs> number two number two <laughs> so that they're yeah they're both they're both right there yeah i haven't uh, had any of the golden age beer yet uh jen i believe you've had some right mm-hmm, you had a yeah. How was I had some on Sunday. It was mm-hmm. it was a great Kolsch. Mm-hmm. It was really like exactly what it should be. It was really nice. nice. Can we just nice. sort of adopt you as a field reporter for the podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I'll start pre-recording clips while I'm there, and I'll just send them to you guys. You can upload them. I mean, she's. A, I'll get she's one a of those rep- tiny microphones. <laughs> we'll get you one of the one of the Bob Barker microphones. I don't know. Yeah, yes. no, no, that'd be great. Let me, let me let me put this in millennial terms. <laughs> the the it's a field reporting team of Jen and Mike, so they can go Jen Laducia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them pith helmets. Yeah, that's a good MXC reference for that anybody is. who's over twenty five. I like 25. where this is going. <laughs> These are all great ideas. So it seems to me that we've been just pitching ideas throughout this entire episode. Yeah. Look, I like it. Look at Adam. We are helpful, even though we are old and cranky. We also try to have people on the come up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which that does that does bring uh, another question that I had in terms of your your social media presence. Is there something that you guys are looking to do in 2022? Uh, any sort of goals or anything like that? Mm. Or, or just we, get all we, that sponsorship we, yeah. money. Yeah. I mean, I finally had somebody send me beers. So that was, that was fun. Nice. Isn't that drinking. great? Yeah. So that finally happens. Yay. I mean, we're two totally different accounts though. Jen like actually plans things out and she has like highlights on her account. <laughs> Whereas I just like, whenever I feel like it, take pictures of my beers with my iPhone eight and just throw them <laughs> So She's easy. So, if you're gonna, if you can only follow one, follow her. Oh gosh, please. Fortunately, you can follow both. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, you don't have to. There's no rules against following more than one person. Yeah. True. We don't check. We don't check. You don't. You don't have to pay for Instagram yet. So yeah, it's great. All right. <laughs> oh, so I, 
so i i have i have a little bit of a prompt for the both of you then um one of the things that uh, pretty much all social media presences and podcasts and all of those kind of things uh, one thing everybody wants to do is collab and make mm-hmm. a beer so what brewery would you collab with and what beer would you make um i would collab with monday's brewing because sam said he would <laughs> and we're gonna make a, a white chocolate salted brown butter cookie beer wow. wow all right out of my favorite cookies that i make Ooh. it's my only claim to fame because i do zero cooking so <laughs> <laughs> well when that happens let us know i will because uh yeah i want to try that I mean, if you're making any cookies soon, I would like to just try the cookies. <laughs> um, Mike wants to collab with cookies. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> did we just have a whole beer fest dedicated to that? We did, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> Didn't hear of it. <laughs> Didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh, um, weird. Hmm. I want to make a... Let's throw something out there. I want to make a Ralph beer with Necromancer. Let's do nice. it. Make it happen. Smart. Smart. I like Smart. it. Smart. If anyone can do it, it's them. Yeah, true. I don't know if anyone's done. Has anyone done one in Pittsburgh? East recently? End has one. Mm-hmm. Okay, true. Um, not technically Pittsburgh, but Sly Fox. Well, they have a tap room in Pittsburgh. Sly Fox has a Rosh beer. Soon to be yeah. too. Yeah, soon to be a, a, a brewery as well. Mm-hmm. So, um. Also, uh, outside of Pittsburgh, Lavery, they got one. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Old Thunder, it's not, I don't think it, you would consider it a full Roush beer, but uh, Old Thunder just put out a smoked porter yep. that I had the other day. It's pretty Ooh, good. Try that. It's I can't good. believe I ne- neglected to mention Old Thunder earlier either. They're wonderful. Yeah, it's okay. Everybody, <laughs> everybody will talk about them at some point i think (laughs) we're very happy they're here even though they didn't make our top answer yeah they they still are a top answer and we love them yeah i don't mean to speak for jen but i will speak for her i know she loves right you're correct we've gone there together before so i think that's fair i could spend days in the postmaster's room and they're, they're also another uh, brewery that's doing a lot of traditional styles as well. I think, mm-hmm. Adam, one of the first beers we had from them was a Hellas, maybe? I or, believe it was, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Would you Good beers from them. And, and obviously another brewery that has pedigree coming from uh, Brew Gentleman. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. It, it's a cool thing we're seeing, just kind of like second or third generation, however you want to talk about it. But, you know, Trace is sort of a second, third generation with Zach coming from other breweries. You have Brew Gentleman, which has created Old Thunder. And then you have uh, Necromancer, which Lauren was at Penn. So you have all these people coming out of, and then Coven from Dancing Them, which was what I was trying to remember. (laughs) (laughs) My brain was farting out. (laughs) But yeah, that's cool to see. But uh, yeah, things are still looking bright for Pittsburgh beer in 2022. And if you want to learn more about Pittsburgh beer in 2022, then definitely follow Jen and Mike on their social medias. And now's the time that they'll tell you where to find them. I'm uh, at Hello Brutiful PGH on Instagram and at Hello Brutiful on TikTok. Cool. TikTok. Yeah. Got to step your game up. Got to get that douche TikTok. 
The douche talk. Yeah. Douche talk. You gotta tonight pretend could, you're a young person. Tonight could be the night. Yeah. Shit. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Uh, yeah. Just you can follow me on Instagram at pgh beer douche and maybe by the time this is out there'll be a tiktok too i don't yes. know only one way to find out yes <laughs> just keep people searching it always on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> it, it never comes but it's you know always a work in progress <laughs> mm. sounds like a douche that's a, that is, that's a total douche move just tease them just you know yeah yeah or put up one video and that's it <laughs> Never come back to it. <laughs> it's a possibility. Well, thank you both for coming on the show. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank we're gonna you. Have, thank you. Yes, we're gonna have to do this again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anytime. I'm always yeah. free. Yeah, we might actually have to do this in person too. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, in the future we'll definitely have both of you back on at some point for a longer in-person episode. Um, I will say, if you want to hear more from Jen, go check out Meg's podcast, Pursuit of Unhappiness. You were just on there, giving a kind of a full rundown and you know more about getting into the social media and beer platform. So yeah, I think that was a good episode. I would know because I edited them. <laughs> oh, yep. I left that episode feeling like I had just gone to therapy. So you're really going to get all. <laughs> I am definitely going to listen to that. <laughs> yeah. With that, though, wanted to thank you both for coming on again. And like I said, we'll see you in the future in 2022. And I hope you both enjoy your holidays, Christmas, and whatever else you may celebrate. So, you as well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Awesome. So, welcome back, everybody. This is our continuation of the Hop Nation USA 12 Guests of Christmas. Thank you for continuing to listen. We've got two more people, and this is our OG segment. This is where we go way back to some of our previous hosts and I'll say hosts of the future as well, because they're still, you know, more than welcome to come on the show again. Hint, hint. But uh, just, you can just say <laughs> there are lost children. They are. That's right. <laughs> but the prodigal sons have returned. We have Sam, one of the OGs. Sam, welcome back to the show. Hello, hello. This uh, this meets my quota for the year. I did one episode earlier in the year, and now I'm here for the year in review. So, I think I think I'm good for 2021. So, I'll continue to meet that quota moving into 2022. You got <laughs> bookends. That's right, bookend in 2021. And that voice that you heard and you haven't heard for quite some time is Bubba. Bubba is back. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> that's about what i got bubba this isn't hockey practice <laughs> let's go bubble that's right ready. we got we got things to do guys let's go this is why we're not on the show often because we don't have time so let's, let's wrap it up <laughs> what's that I got a bed that's calling my name uh, me too but i am glad that you guys were able to make some time and come back on to the show with us and enjoy a little bit of holiday revelry it's been too long we don't uh we don't like to have that long of a space between the, uh, you guys being on the show. So let's celebrate. Let's celebrate with a beer. Sam, what are you drinking? Tonight, drum roll, please. I am drinking what may uh, disappoint a few people on this call, but um, it is not a local crafty, but um, still in the state of Pennsylvania. It was just about the only holiday beer that I had in my fridge. So I'm holding up to the camera here. It is the Victory Winter Cheers. 
hazy wheat ale. So I've not bought many holiday beers this year. So this is this is what I could scrounge up. I am on an extreme beer buying freeze right now. <laughs> so there's just no room left in the fridge for beer. So this this is what I got. Never had it before, but it says it is hopped uh, generously with uh, a lot of citrus, uh, a lot of citrus hops to create luscious notes of citrusy fruit and holiday spice in this delicious toast to unfiltered holidays. So this is what I'm going to be enjoying here uh, tonight on the show. Right on, right on. Bubba, how about yourself? What do you got in your uh, in your glass or your bottle or whatever it is that you're utilizing? I have, I'm just going straight from the vessel. I got a bottle of the Allagash Nocturna. Oh. So it is, it is pretty delicious. My wife was kind enough to buy me a four pack for my 30th birthday. So she's all right. Yeah, she's pretty okay. So <laughs> it's pretty delicious. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a barrel aged stout that's it's pretty uh, roasty. It's got toffee, chocolate, and and oak notes. So, well, gonna, what is the ABV on that? Nine point eight, nine point five. Okay. Oh, okay. All okay. right. Did he did he beat you, Steve? No, he didn't beat me. He's he's third highest on this episode. Welcome to the podium. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Old bronze Bubba, they call him. <laughs> Now, if I can get to be third tallest, I'm I'm gonna have to try to get my wife to buy uh, me a four pack of those for my 30th birthday here in a couple years. (laughs) Lies and inaccuracies. It's more than a couple years away. (laughs) I didn't know you were getting time machine for 2024 Christmas. Where do you think you got the sweater? Technology is advancing at such a rapid pace. There might be time machines by 2024, and maybe I'll come back on the show in that year, and I'll be 10 to 15 years younger. There you go. I'll still be in high school. (laughs) Well, then you can't come back on the show. I'll tell you that. I certainly hope time travel never happens because (laughs) somebody will screw it up. Everything's oh, yeah. already fucked up, Adam. What are you talking about? They'll find a way to make it worse. How do we know this didn't already happen? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. Bubba, don't speak that into existence. <laughs> How do you know we're not on the bad branch from somebody fucking something else up? This is the <laughs> darkest timeline. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the butterfly effect? Or, uh, no. What was that, that other one with the dinosaurs? The wrinkle something? A wrinkle in, a wrinkle in Jurassic time? Park? No, sure. Simpson with his toaster, you know, all kinds of time travel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the brave little toaster? No, no, Homer Simpson goes back in time with the toaster. And uh, Simpsons, uh, Simpsons did it. <laughs> I know exactly which episode you're talking about now. All right, I'm back on. There I'm back go. in. I'm tuned in. Uh, well, speaking of time travel, we can do a little bit of traveling just over the past year. And, uh, you know, 2021 has been not a great year, but better than the year before. So that's a bar, <laughs> a very low bar to succeed at. But uh, yeah, throughout the year, we had more breweries open up and everything. And we've been asking all our guests tonight, uh, was there a favorite new brewery for yourself this year? And was there a favorite new beer that you tried? This was a tough one for me because there were some new breweries that opened in Pittsburgh this year, as I'm sure you talked about on the show. But for me, one one stood above the rest, and that that brewery is Old Thunder in Blonox, PA. Sorry, sorry, Team Trace, uh, you're close, but I'm going with Old Thunder for for my pick. And um, they opened up in the old Blonox uh, post office, and I don't know if you guys have done a show out there yet or not, but um, 
it is a fantastic little space. And I don't know much about where those brewers came from, to be perfectly honest, but they came in hot and heavy with some fantastic, fantastic beers. And although they are very IPA heavy, they do a lot of styles very, very well. And that's what I really enjoyed about them. So some of my highlights from the Old Thunder 2021 beers. First, uh, wearing our scars, uh, double IPA that was just absolutely phenomenal. So full of flavor, very citrusy, very hazy, just uh, right up my alley. Uh, the Lions on 4th Avenue was fantastic. And a um, recent one that they put out that I thought was really, really good was called Rid Riddles in Your Eyes. Um, brand, brand new one, but, uh, you know, certainly uh, certainly held up to some of the OGs. So great, uh, great brewery. And what another thing that I really liked about them, as I mentioned, they do so many styles so well. They have one in particular that I particularly enjoyed that it's normally a style that I might stay away from. And that was the Kiddo. So the Kiddo was a Blondale. And if I'm going to a brewery or even if I'm shopping around in Creekside or a similar, you know, beer shop, blonde ales are not at the top of my list. In fact, they're, they're probably so far on the bottom of the list that the list is, is touching the floor. <laughs> For whatever reason, I found this beer and I was like, you know what? I got to try it. I've heard everybody loves it. It's a, it's a unique blonde and it's this hazy blonde. And it was just, I tried it and it was amazing. It was so full of flavor. It was hopped aggressively with two New Zealand hops. Um, couldn't find out what they were. I don't know if they're, it's a secret or something, but couldn't find it on untapped or anywhere else or even on the can. But uh, these New Zealand hops that they used just added so much awesome flavor here. And, you know, it kind of opened my eyes. Hey, next time I'm in Old Thunder or next time I'm, you know, see them in, uh, in Creekside. Maybe I'll maybe I'll venture away from the IPAs for just a hot second, or maybe I'll just buy multiple four packs. But I, I yeah. love doing so many styles so well right out of the gate. Right on. For those watching, I'm drinking this Victory beer in my uh, official Old Thunder Brewing Company glass. Yeah, so, we uh, we had made mention of them uh, in the last segment with uh, our previous guests, and uh, yeah, it's funny that you say that they do IPAs really well because I don't think I've had any IPAs from them. I've had lagers and stouts which were also very good but mm -hmm. yeah i haven't had ipas from them yet <laughs> well when you go there i mean they usually have about i would say five to seven on tap at any given mm -hmm. time give, give them a shot start with the false kingdom that's their flagship and that is just a fantastic introduction into their beer it's the first one i ever had from them and one that i will drink again and again it's just it's so juicy and good it's it's about six and a half percent but i mean it's just it is so smooth um, it doesn't have like this real crazy hop bitterness or dank back end, which as anybody, anybody remembers me from the show knows that I love that type of stuff, but I also like <laughs> this new palatable back ends. So I don't know if Adam, you ever had this one. This, this might be something that you may enjoy. <laughs> Bold <laughs> statement, but I would be willing to try. I, I like old thunder. I, I like the stuff that they're putting out, especially in the non IPA realm. I'd give it a shot. Why not? What the hell? Sure. What, what, the, what the hell? Yeah, you know, you, exactly. only, you only live once. You only, you only drink, I don't know, a couple thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> so is this where we have to connect with the younger listeners and say YOLO? And yeah. Is there, is there a new version I, of YOLO I, I, nowadays? I think, yeah, I think YOLO is out. There's got to be something new in there now. <laughs> we don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know. know what it is. <laughs> and I, and I so, you guys are too old. I'm too young. 
I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stop saying you're too young. You're going to get us in trouble on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba, just was just your... turned 21 the other day. So you're good. <laughs> okay, great. Bubba, what was your brewery and beer of 2021? So uh brewery I've been to, uh, I'd say I finally made up to Union Brothers, which isn't far from my house, but mm-hmm. I finally went there this past year. Um, they haven't been open too long, but got, got a kid and that kind of gets in the way. But so I, I made it up to there over the summer and everything. A couple of times sat out in their outdoor patio, delicious beers, good food. And then uh, what I'm most excited about, well, one of the things I was excited about was uh, full pint came back because I love the white lightning beer. Yes. And so mm-hmm. they put up a pop-up location right on 19. So that's a nice little hop, skip and a jump. And I can get all the white lightning I want very easily. Yeah. So, yeah. Coming up, I, I'm looking forward to recons like not too far away up in Cranberry. That's uh, I got my eyes sight on them soon. Yeah, recon is in a kind of a weird little space where it's in a like a community. Yeah, it's, it's like at a community, community center. Yeah, it's in like an apartment complex, like that's just being it's developed. Like a, it's like a rec center, but not. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's my, a, my sister has been there. She said it's absolutely awesome. Um, yeah. Just in terms of the space, the location, the atmosphere, I I honestly cannot recall if I've ever had a recon beer in my life. But I'd certainly be willing to check it out because I've heard the space is really nice. Yeah, sounds to me like uh, you've uh, you've got a good goal for 2022. I know. <laughs> Put it there, on the there, list. There's, there's a couple of breweries on my short list that I need to get to, but uh, such know, as two, two small two small kiddos at home. It's uh, th- those trips are few and far between these days. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so which breweries uh, are on that short list? So. And this this is almost embarrassing, but I've not been to the Dancing Gnome space. Um, my friend Chris and I, we went to the last weekend for old time's sake of their small original brewery. And we walked by the new one, but neither of us have ever been there yet. So I haven't seen their space, which that's on the short list. I've got to get to Necromancer. It's been on my list for a while. Haven't made it there yet. And I'd say I do want to check out Recon uh, as well. But what I'm most excited for, and I think it opens in the summer of 2022, is the Aslan Brewery down in the Terminal Building in the Strip District. That is amazing because Aslan beer is kind of Aslan has kind of dipped their toes in the Pittsburgh market over the last year, and every now and again you'd see a beer or two pop up. But now that they're going to put a a brew house and production facility in there, we're going to be able to get that beer a lot more readily, and I love it. So I'm very excited about that. Right on. Right on. Bubba, did you have any more 2022 goals? Uh, probably go to the Cinderlands location that I found out was on 910, really close by. Yeah. <laughs> so re- you have to get out of your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's tough. <laughs> well, there's, <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. There's been a pandemic. <laughs> all the breweries are open now. It's, it's I all know. Good. I'm just saying, uh, excuse anymore, especially not in 2022. <laughs> I don't have a lot of excuses why I haven't. That's that's just. <laughs> it is your personal choice, and you are welcome to have it. Here's the problem, too, and 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 this is this is this is also kind of my thing. And maybe now that I'm, dare I say, getting older, maybe I'm also getting a little bit lazier. But. Uh, Creekside has pretty much all the beers you could imagine from all the local breweries. So sometimes it's nice to just go there and buy them all and bring them back to your house and drink it home. 
Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. I usually just go pick up a Cinderlands four pack from Creekside and come home, and then like my daughter can be in bed and I can be drinking. Like I don't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about being out. Like, so let me tell you that there is now an even, even lazier option because there are now TNT packs that have been hand picked for you oh, guys. I saw the video today. Hand picked. <laughs> cultivated nice. hop nation usa four packs at creekside that both of you should go pick up mm-hmm. as they feature a lot of things although you know i feel like maybe we should have had separate four packs for adam and myself just to double up because there was a lot of beers i left off that i wanted to put in <laughs> well me too me too that was that was definitely kind of a compromise four pack yeah yeah there's a just creekside has so many beers and it's just so much going on. There I didn't is. even buy. Yeah, I didn't even buy one myself. I bought other beers that I really wanted. <laughs> I hadn't tried yet. <laughs> but Boy, but, I, but I buying you. a four pack—that's that's a vote for you, aren't? You? Don't you want to vote for yourself? Adam bought one. Yeah, you got a <laughs> so, vote out of it. Yeah, but the thing is, it's just like there's so many beers that I hadn't tried that I needed to get. <laughs> so, but I can't put beers that I haven't tried into a four pack because I can't sell that to the consumer. I can't put my stamp of approval on something that I haven't drank myself. It's true. That's, it's that's, true. that's yeah. fair. That's fair enough. And yeah. there are many things you have not drank at Creekside. Yeah. i don't have i don't have the lifespan to drink the thing everything at creekside (laughs) new stuff just keeps coming in all the time give us a minute here i know it's hard to catch up i tell you what i have been enjoying um that uh that that mix of four cooler that they have in the front Mm -hmm. That has gotten significantly better over the last couple of weeks. And I think it's just because the volume of beer that's coming in there that Mm -hmm. they need to, they need to push some of it out. So you start seeing like, you know, good necromancer, four points, old thunder, uh, gnome in that cooler. And it's like, man, these, these are like the latest releases. It's, it's from like one or two weeks ago. And now you can make a four pack for 16 bucks and you know, you get one of each and, uh, I've been, I've been loving that because that's really all I want is just to try a whole bunch of different beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I pulled a Cinderlands coffee quad out of there. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. And I believe I grabbed a, uh, a two fray Schwartz beer out of there as well. There you go. Nice. 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 So, There's always yeah. something new in there too. It's great. Always happening. But uh, so we're in the holiday season and this is a question for you guys as far as what you have planned for the holidays. As you've already mentioned, you much rather prefer just have your beers at home. But have you guys been cellaring or just putting off to the side or closeting, whatever you call it? Do you have any holiday beers that you have lined up for drinking? You know, Christmas, New Year's, anything set aside, anything special? I have a case from a beer exchange of all kinds of goofy beers, some of which might be what Sam's drinking of the victory and like the shoots and all kinds of stuff. So that's my plan to work through. It's kind of like a, a beer advent calendar of, but you're going to do it all in two days. <laughs> Speed <Yeah. run. laughs> Sam, how about yourself? What do you got uh, lined up? I have got a great new tradition lined up that I'm very excited for. Um, can't tell you guys what any of the beers are because I have no idea because it is a beer advent calendar. So for my 21st birthday this year, my wife bought me. 
<laughs> I see you rolling your eyes right now, Adam. But for my 21st Say, birthday, if I did it yeah. any any harder, you hear my eyes rolling. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> so I, let, let me repeat myself. For my 21st birthday this year, <laughs> my wife bought me the Bruvana Mystery Beer Box for the holidays. Mm. For those that don't know, the Bruvana Beer Box is 12 different craft beers hand-selected uh, by Bruvana, and, and it was heavily promoted by Hop Culture. So I know that I'm going to get some good stuff in there, variety of styles from breweries all around the country. So the box showed up. I stuck it in my fridge. I have not looked at anything yet. I am starting that on the 19th because it is only 12 beers. So I'm going to start on the 19th and go through January 1st. But what's cool about that is they, in the box itself, outside of the beers, they um, they throw some swag and some other like fun brewery stuff in there as well. Probably like some stickers, keychains, things like that. Uh, but every day that um, you drink one of the beers, they also have uh, some live stream content that you can participate in with the actual brewers. Ah, so okay. Most of these breweries, I'm sure I've probably never heard of. Um, yeah. Uh, but you can learn about the brewery. You can learn about the beer. Uh, they said they have a live chat. So if you want to ask questions to the brewers to learn more about, you know, the beer, their history and brewing or whatever it is, you can ask them during the live stream. So it's it's a really cool uh, experience, or at least it sounds like it. I guess I haven't even started it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully this will become a holiday tradition. So uh, that's that's mine. So that's what I'll be drinking over the holidays is 12 different beers. And maybe, maybe in the new year, I'll share with you guys what they actually were, but I said, you're going to have to keep us, keep us posted. You know, you still got access to the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. (laughs) Can't say I've been on there in quite some time, but I still have access. So what the, what the, what the hell, maybe I'll make a few posts. If you guys don't mind, I'll, uh, you know, share the Bruvana experience via Instagram. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, that can make for some really fun stories. Like each day you do an Instagram story where you're cracking into the box and you're pulling out the new beer and I'm all excited for what it is. Um, that can get you guys probably some new followers, a lot of likes doing that. All right. If you, if you want to take that task on, Sam, you, you pretty, have... pretty sure lessons. people are interested in it now that you've been talking so much about it. Right. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. And I'll have time somebody... too, because because from the 19th through the rest of the year, I'm off work. So I'm not working. So I can dedicate my time <laughs> to my children right. and my beer. <laughs> there you All go. right. And 15 minutes on the Instagram to make a story. I think somebody did. 15 minutes is all I got. You know me, I man. Know. I like to talk. I need at least 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think these stories go for that long. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, for good that's reason. real. <laughs> because of people like me. Yeah. Um, I think somebody did like something like that previously, though, before Bruvana. I think it was, it might have even been Costco when they did a uh, an all German advent calendar. And then you could also learn about the German breweries in the same kind of like video content that was posted. So, yeah, mm. that's cool, though. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. So I'll keep you guys posted. Right on. Right on. Cool. And Bubba, you can make a story too about your victory if you want. I'm not yeah. gonna stop you. <laughs> not gonna stop you. <laughs> stop you. Hey, more content's more content. That's <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But cool. Uh I don't know. You guys don't have anything to plug because you're not on the show anymore. So <laughs> your plugs are our plugs. Yeah, but it's kinda <laughs> kinda weird to plug the yeah. show you're already on. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you have something else that you want that you're excited about or just you know, you're give you the last five minutes to 
talk about any breweries, beers, or anything else going on that you want. I got nothing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you guys need me to kill some time, I guess I could talk about a few things. I, I don't know. This, this I wasn't looking for you to kill time. I was just looking for you. <laughs> Adam, you, would, you would like this. You would like this, my friend. This would be a yeah. good beer for you. It's, it's, it's hazy, uh, but very flavorful. It's very citrusy, but it's not hoppy. It's not an IPA. It's, it's more in the, the, the Belgian-y wheat family of styles all right. so all right i think if you I, would actually really enjoy this beer that i'm drinking I, if, I, if i'm enjoying it i think you will well i wouldn't say that for all beers but for this one yeah i'll buy it <laughs> yeah not for all beers all non-ipas maybe agreed agreed endorsing yes uh but yeah if i come across that i'll pick up a bottle what the heck why not it's christmas yeah, I, I'd probably try to. I mean, you know, I, I got I, I got a bunch of other things lined up. I got like a another Cinderlands that uh, she's a Butte Bruce IPA. I got to get it yeah. into that. And yeah, that's I got what I was drinking of... on the show last year for the year end uh, year in review in twenty twenty. The she's a Butte, yeah. one yeah. one of my absolute favorite holiday beers. Love that one. It's so good. I believe I had it as well after you had talked about it. And you know, obviously enjoyed it a lot because I picked it up again. Also, I just like spruce beers in general, but yeah, good things to check Brew, out. Brew Gentleman does one called the Trees, which is supposed to be really good. That I've not I had, had it, but my neighbor rave, raves about it. Hmm. We'll have to yeah, keep be, that I'll on the radar. Yeah. It's out now. Look around. You can, right. I'm sure you can find it. Creekside. <laughs> Probably. Of course. Of course. So I guess we'll come back to the beers that you guys are drinking. Bubba, the uh the Allagash, what the hell was that? Nocturna? The Nocturna. What uh, it, what are your thoughts on that bad boy? It is delicious. I this is the third one I've had. So tonight? not tonight. No, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no, no. So you're I holding be, it together really well. I wouldn't well. be awake. I wouldn't be upright if this was my third one. <laughs> uh but no, this beer is delicious. It's rich, it's creamy, and I'm pretty sure everybody on this panel would love it. I bet so. I mean, yeah, it's Allagash, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> you really can't go wrong with those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a good start, and then barrel aged, and then yeah, goodness. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's delicious. Sam, final thoughts on your beer? Yeah, so so some additional thoughts on it. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a solid beer, and I'm I'm not a fan of wheat beers. You know, it, it's it's probably tied with blondes for my least favorite style. But mm-hmm. this is a good one because it adds a unique twist to it. There's there's some good, you know, juicy, citrusy flavor in there. I, I can taste some holiday spice. Um, you know, this 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 is a wheat ale that I feel was kind of designed for for beer drinkers like myself who would normally avoid this style. Um, so I think it can be enjoyed by those those IPA lovers, those hop heads, as well as you know anybody else that's just looking for a, a really solid Christmas ale. And you know, victory is. They, they, they produce a lot of good stuff. I mean, they, they definitely have more hits than misses, in my opinion. So, you know, support uh, support PA. Agreed. Yeah. There's a reason they've been around for so long. There's a reason exactly. why they also have distro throughout the entire state. Yep. <laughs> <And laughs> Continue to, yeah. Victory is no slouch at all. Adam, final thoughts on yours? Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, just a friendly reminder for those that uh, were listening from the beginning. I have the uh, the old one flip cream ale uh, by Allegheny City, four point nine percent on the ABV, straight down the middle cream ale. Nothing exciting. That's exactly what I wanted for this episode. I liked it. Course, I enjoyed it. I drink it again. Of course, Adam has a cream ale. Damn right. 
Steve, how about yourself? What, uh, what were the final thoughts on yours? Yeah, so unsurprisingly, but again, a reminder to our audience that I was drinking the Necromancer Soggy Bottom Pastry Stout. Uh, it's good beer. My only criticism is I wish it had more blueberry flavor on it. Mm. I was expecting a lot bigger blueberry stoutiness to it. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it, t- it tastes kind of like, a, you know, pie. That's what it tastes like. Kind of what it's supposed, supposed to be. be. Yeah. It's, it's big. It's not um, for being almost 10%. It's not boozy at all. Unlike a beer that we may have had uh, an episode ago <laughs> that was only 8% and tasted like fucking isopropyl. Uh, this is not that. This I still is, disagree with that assessment, but I'll let yeah, it go. Well, it's cool to you for you to be wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is not that at all. It, it, it's very smooth. It's very drinkable. Yeah, just wish it had more blueberry flavor. That's it. But uh, yeah. You know, you could just throw uh, some blueberries in there. Yeah, totally could. I could just bumbleberry it up like mm-hmm. a fucking fatheads. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I didn't have those on hand, so I didn't know ahead of time. Now I know for if I drink it again. <laughs> or for anybody who's listening, now they know to throw some, throw some in. So I up I, a little bit. Yeah, I take the burden for everybody else. <laughs> and that way, I'm much like Christ, which is appropriate for the season. <laughs> oh okay that's a pretty big leap that is a bit of a leap yeah it's a good something all right i'm not signing that paperwork whatever i don't need you to i said it (laughs) gonna do it anyhow that's right that's right oh but uh yeah thanks again for uh, bubba and sam coming on that's great. Hey, appreciate hey, before it. we go, who who won the ugly sweater uh, Christmas sweater vest contest? Yeah, you just did. Want, just, just want to show everybody. <laughs> I didn't know this, this great uh, sweater that I'm wearing, sweater vest, <laughs> and uh, you know, I brought it on for the contest. I really wanted to win today, and I, I think that I pulled it off. The yeah. thing is, grandma'd up, huh? Mm-hmm. It it is my it is my mother in law's. It is an original handmade sweater vest. Uh, it is about forty years old. And it actually uh, secured me a win at uh, my company Christmas party one year when we did an ugly sweater contest. I mean, people thought it was horrendous. And it is. And it got me a $25 Starbucks gift card. So you guys have to beat that prize. (laughs) I need need something that has a monetary value more than $25. So congratulations on a contest that you yourself created uh, without telling anybody else. Adam, 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 just give them two Hop Nation glasses. Yeah, you get, you're getting pop, glasses. It'll be fun. Pop-up contests are the best kind of contest, yeah. and everybody needs to be ready for these contests. Clearly, you guys weren't this time, but you know <laughs> we'll probably be doing this again in 2022. Yep, yep. Just toes. give them two hot sure. nation glasses. Call it a day. Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll take them. Give them something <laughs> to go away. My collection. I've, I only yeah. have one, so a couple, <laughs> couple more, and I'll have a set. Yeah, more for the fam. That way, you know, your wife can drink out of one at the same time. And if your sister comes over, you, your sister, and your wife can all drink out of Hop Nation glasses, It'll enjoying be beers for the holidays. It'll be so, a thing. Do they come with spill-proof lids? No. <laughs> they are not sippy cups, nor do we endorse them <laughs> no. as sippy cups. They could be. Once. It's not for babies. No, you is- guys need to create some Hop Nation USA Yetis for the new year. That ain't that, we nice. ain't got that kind of money. Yeah, <laughs> the hell kind of we bring in no money on this show. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> We're talking well, about you get Yeti as a sponsor. That's the key. They'll make you some uh, travel mugs and brand brand them for the show. 
we made twenty dollars off fucking CBD mints. We're not bringing in fucking. That won't even get us Yetis. one Yeti tumbler. Yeah, that won't get us a Yeti to hand paint. We gotta get it off the Facebook marketplace. <laughs> you guys have more money than Sam. He's resorted to clothes that are twice his age. So, well, yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. That shirt, that shirt is a special kind of hideous. But uh, yeah, yep. thanks for, you guys 40, for coming. Forty-two years old. Remember, I'm twenty-one. So, uh huh. Uh-huh. My age. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Uh, yes. With that, uh, you know, happy holidays to everybody who's listening right now. And uh, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA in your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, anything that starts in pod and ends in cast. We're on all those platforms. But if you're on any of them, leave a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. El Five golden rings. <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah. Uh thanks to everybody who's been hanging out with us for the 2020 one. One. I hope you won. <laughs> what year are we? It doesn't yeah. matter anymore. What show is this? What number episode are we on? It's a weekly recap. <laughs> episode 15. So good every week about remembering which episode it was. <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's it's holiday programming so you don't have to remember any episode nope. I, I, I consider it non-canon it doesn't count but that's right. there's yeah. no news notes to meet that's right it's, it's, it's all it's all chaos mm-hmm. but uh, yeah thanks to all of our guests who came on this week and we'll continue on next week with hopefully six more guests all talking Christmas year in review doing all that kind of stuff tune in who knows will show up? Be there. Maybe Santa, maybe Santa Claus. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but until then, thank you for listening. Bye. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Bye.